Welcome to the Personal Branding Podcast with Seema. I'm Seema Batavia, a brand strategist and coach who helps people get dream clients by creating personal brands that convert. Woohoo, we are live. Hello there everybody. Welcome to my live. And today the topic is getting clients with your personal brand is simpler than you think. That is right, my friends. Um, there is a huge misconception that it takes a lot of work, a lot of energy, um, and a lot of difficulties to get clients with their personal brand. But we're going to clarify a couple of things. Okay. So hopefully, if you're joining me today, uh, you will be interested in the topic of personal branding or getting clients or trying to break out of your shell as an introvert to attract clients online um, with your personal brand. And this is something I want to really dive into because that's why we're all here, right? We're all putting ourselves out there today, but it has to have some kind of meaning. So I want to try and keep this very short today so that you understand how the mechanics of attracting clients works with your personal brand. So first off, I want to dive a little bit into what a personal brand is, which is the perception around you. It's what other people think of you. It's how they feel when they come across you. It's the overall feeling that they get when they interact with you in general. Now, the thing is, you pretty much already have a personal brand, whether you realize that or not. Meaning your friends and family, your co-workers, your bosses, you know, people that you know, strangers who come across you all the time. They have a certain perception about you based on what you say, based on what you do, based on how you act. And this basically builds a perception in their minds on what this person is like. And that's how they react to you. Because you say certain things, because you act a certain way, their reaction is highly dependent on that. And what's really, really interesting is that when you are very consistent with your behavior, with your words, with your actions, the perception gets formed, the perception solidifies, it crystallizes so that they start thinking of you in a certain way. You start representing something to them. And this is what brands do. Brands develop feelings. Brands bring out emotions. Brands actually make you feel something. And that's why so many people are loyal to brands. That's why you always stick to one brand. That's why you enjoy using one brand or buying from one brand over something else because it gives you a certain feeling. Maybe it's reliability, maybe it's quality, maybe it's just something that it represents and that's why you gravitate towards that. The same thing goes for people. Now, in the past couple of years, the, the terminology personal brand has risen a lot and this is because everyone is able to build an online footprint. In this day and age, with social media, with um, creating content online, with intellectual property, you have the ability to put your original thoughts, uh, your opinions, and basically, or your original intellectual property online because they come from you, they're original. And because of that, people start forming opinions about you. A very good example is Gary Vee. Almost everybody knows who Gary Vee is. He's a notable influencer who talks a lot about personal development, about business, about the internet, about basically how things are progressing. And the reason he's risen so much over the past couple of years is not just because he, he came out from nowhere and just became an influencer. It's because he's been around for a long time. He's been very consistent in what he talks about. And that's why he represents uh, personal development. He represents certain topics to people and people know what to expect from him. Right. So that is something I want to kind of dive 
into, right? Is your personal brand sets an expectation in people's minds. They develop a feeling. It develops a, a certain type of uh, emotion in the mind. It develops values in the mind where you start representing something. Okay, so when it comes to getting business or getting clients or wanting to uh, build an income with your personal brand, what you have to do is you have to go along those lines. First of all, you need to be very, very sure about who you are as a person, right? So if you're not sure as a person, you won't be able to communicate that because what people know is only what you communicate. You cannot know what someone else is thinking if they're not verbalizing it. Right. And that's why the words are extremely important. The way you communicate is important and how you articulate yourself is extremely important. So when you know yourself very well, you're able to express yourself in a, in a certain fashion. You're able to express ideas. You're able to represent these ideas and you're able to show what you really stand for. And here's the thing about a personal brand in general. While we're trying to build an income, it depends on a service that you can provide or a product that you've created and something that you can get in exchange for money, right? But a personal brand is not always about what you do. It's about who you are as a person. It's a collective. So the reason that someone would invest in you as opposed to somebody else is not because you're the only best competitor out there in the field. It's because they choose you because they like you because they trust you, because you're familiar. You represent something bigger than just the product or the service. They get attached to you. They want to get to know you better. They go through all of your past work and they want to see what you do. And they want to work with you at the end of the day. That is why people who are out there um, showing up a lot, people who are showing themselves a lot, people who show parts of their life maybe, people who are very open about what they do and why and their story and their background, those who are very, very vocal about it, that's why they tend to have a lot of clients. They tend to have a long waiting list for people who want to work with them because what people gravitate towards is the actual person behind the personal brand. There is an ability, which is you being able to do something, and then there is the actual feeling that you convey, which is what are you like as a person? Are you dependable? Are you someone who's going to deliver the service? Are you someone who's going to uh, actually give them the return on investment? Are you actually going to do the thing that you promised, right? So when it comes to attracting people or buyers or clients with the personal brand, it comes down to two main things. One is authority and one is influence. Authority is basically you having claim over the subject that you're talking about and you having command over that domain meaning you have some kind of thought leadership, meaning you have originality, meaning you have done the homework, meaning you know your field inside out, you can answer any question that people ask, and if you can't answer it, you're very open to researching and understanding what's going on in your field. Basically, you're on top of things, and people don't have to actually you know, go deep digging because you're the resource, you're the authority, you're the one who's going to bring out new trends, you might introduce new trends, you're the one who knows about the new trends, you're the one who knows exactly what's going on in your field. And that's what makes you the authority in the field. But the being the authority means specificity. You need to be specific about what you're the authority in. You can't be the authority in um, creating laptops one day 
and then tomorrow you're an authority in making toys. You're, that means you're all over the place, right? So when it comes to an ability or any kind of competence, meaning what you're good at, it's always best to choose some kind of specific thing so that you can start building authority in it. And when you choose that, it's best to go all in. Those who are very, very deep in their specific niche or in their specific field, they're the ones who get sought after because you have a history of all of the things that you've been doing. And this is usually a demonstrated history. So it's not that you suddenly chose a topic, you went all in, you created one piece of content so people know that you're good at it. No, that's not what thought leaders do. That's not how authority is built. People who build authority talk about something in several different ways and they talk about it very, very passionately. And because they're so passionate about it, they're able to talk about it all day. And because they're talking about it all day, there's a lot of content, there's a lot of history, there's a lot of SEO, there's a lot of searching, there's a lot of keywords. And because it's all out there for people to see publicly, they're able to get found. Okay, so we're in an age right now where people are searching for solutions to their problems. Okay, if you're not out there showing your authority in whatever you are an authority, then people will not be able to find you. Then that's not on them, right? That's on you because you have not been able to show your authority to people. And today, in this day and age, especially when you're sitting at home and you work from home, you're able to do this from the comfort of behind your laptop. Or your phone this is the way to create authority by showing what you're the authority in and showing why you're the authority and showing the story behind that how you how you became the authority and what it stands for right so when you show the authority it automatically builds trust in people's minds it's so uh, effective in showing people that you're actually good at this because there's a difference between those who suddenly show up talk about one thing and then disappear Versus someone who shows up, talks about something in a very systematic manner, right? And they talk about it in a way that actually makes you think that, oh my God, I, I never realized this before. I didn't know that I needed this before. I had no idea that this worked like this. Oh my God, she's actually making me think, right? It's not about how-tos or it's not about giving blueprints. It's not even about that. It's about you psychologically making them think about that certain subject in a way that they would have never thought of before. That is what thought leadership is. That's what authority is. Because you're not just taking something from Google that you found online. You're not just searching something and copy-pasting. What they're seeing is your thought process at work. They're seeing how you really think. And that's what makes you the authority. Because you are thinking in a way that makes you a specialist. And because you're a specialist, you can think better than someone who is not a specialist. You're, uh, you're going to be better than a generalist, right? Like think about surgeons, for example. A heart surgeon will be able to talk about heart ailments and surgeries all day and will be able to get into much, much more detail and talk about the dangers of the surgery, talk about the side effects, talk about new technology. They'll be talking about new ways of doing the surgery as opposed to someone who's a generalist, right? They might know about heart surgery. They might know the theory about heart surgery, but they will not know the nitty gritty. They will not know the specifics. They will not know heart surgery the way a heart surgeon does because that is not their specialty. They are a generalist, right? And although a generalist might talk about heart surgery, they will not come across as a thought leader. They'll come across as an aggregator. What an aggregator is is someone who collects information from several different places and places that together. 
An example is BuzzFeed. BuzzFeed is an aggregator. You'll see all sorts of information on there. You'll see all sorts of news and entertainment and all sorts of gossip and all of that on there. But you don't go on BuzzFeed to find out one specific like world news or something. You don't, right? You go to another publication, which you know is going to give you credible world news. Same thing goes for anyone who's trying to build authority. If you have the authority in one certain subject and people start knowing you as the authority in that subject, eventually they're going to get attracted to you because they want to work with you in that certain field, especially if you've introduced a service, right? But if you're the authority and you have nothing to sell, of course, they're going to wonder how they can work with you, right? That's a different story. But you need to have the authority in order for people to trust you so that um, they can actually come to you. That's one thing. The second thing is influence, right? Um, it's one thing to know about things and be very good at it and be the authority. And the other thing is to have the influence, the ability to make them think, the ability to actually make them feel, the ability to shift perspective, the ability for them to be like, oh my God, she has a point. I had no idea. She's making me think very differently. So what happens in that case is that you start looking forward to their content all the time. You start looking forward to, looking forward to their personality. You start looking forward to how they show up. You start looking forward to who they are as a person because you love the way they tell the jokes. You love the way they show up all the time. You love the way, you know, maybe they have pets or maybe they're showing a certain part of their life or their workout or whatever it is. You start looking forward to that because you formed an attachment, right? You form that attachment with them and that is what builds that influence where they would follow you no matter where you go. It's not because you are uh, the best authority of what you say. You might be, right? But that heart feeling comes from you developing that emotional attachment. But that is the difference between someone who's a textbook or Google or someone who has the ability to make you feel, right? When someone makes you feel and when someone is making you think very differently about the things that you are saying or the subject you thought that you knew about, then you are going to follow them. Then even if you're not interacting with them or engaging with them, you're going to watch their content. You're going to watch their lives in secret. You're going to watch their videos, listen to their podcasts because you love their perspective or you love the way they talk or you love the way they phrase things, right? And that happens if you are consistent in the way you represent yourself. This is the thing about the personal brand as well. It cannot be a fake persona. It cannot be something you are just creating out of thin air. This needs to be an accurate representation of who you are as a person because people gravitate towards that. They love the sense of humor. They love the values that you have. But the, they can only love the values that you have if you show them what the values are. If you're not showing anybody what your values are, then they won't be able to make that connection with you, right? And that is a huge part of building influence because you are not able to, to showcase very accurately beyond your know-how and, and you know your authority. People aren't building that emotional connection. And that emotional connection is very important for them to get invested. And I'm not saying very monetarily either. I'm saying actually invested in you as a person, as a brand. Because remember, a brand is not only what you do. It's who you are. Okay? Please write that down if you need to. A brand is who you are as a person. You're multifaceted. You're not only a, a way to make money. You know, you're not just what you do. You're not only... Um, 
something that you take home, you know, as a paycheck. That's not what it is. A brand is something much, much bigger than that. And there's so many facets to it. But it's up to you to showcase that to the world so that people can gravitate towards you, get to know you as a person, and then invest in you as a person. So where the whole buyers and client side comes in in all of this is that when your authority and influence work together, what happens is they're, you're targeting their, their mind, which is them saying, okay, she actually knows what she's talking about. And you're targeting their heart, which is the influence, which is the emotion, the feeling that, damn, I really, really like her. You know, I love what she represents and I love how she shows up and I love who she is as a person. So what's happening is that you're not um, being one-sided. You're being very, very multifaceted and you're being balanced. That's the main thing. Because if you think about the way people make purchases or, you know, the way people buy things online, uh, especially online, because they only have this to go off of. They can't really see you in person. They can't, you know, come and get to know you. They only see what you show them, right? So where the whole client and buyer thing comes in over here is that you have to appeal to what their pain points are. If you know who you're talking to, if you know who your audience is and who you're trying to, you know, influence or show authority to, you have to show up very consistently. And when you do that, you start getting their attention because A, you know who they are very, very well. B, you know what they're going through and what's keeping them up at night. And three, you're showing up in a way that shows A, know-how in the field, right? And B, you're showing them that, hey, you're a human person. You can get them, you know, you understand them and you can get them results, right? So when you're trying to attract people with your personal brand, you have to become the brand. You have to think of it from the client's perspective on what they're looking for as a solution and become someone who delivers that solution. And here's the thing as well. When you're trying to attract clients, clients don't really care only about that specific service. They care about you as the person that they're investing in. So when you're building the brand around yourself as a whole and you're communicating in line with that, you're behaving in line with that, you're showing up with a solid content strategy, you're showing up with a message that is so, so compelling and ironclad, what happens is no matter what you launch in the future, people will be invested in that. It's not just about you building the fanfare around that one service. It's about you building fanfare around yourself, even if you're an introvert. Because what matters is the clarity of the communication, the clarity of the message. But that only starts when you know who you are as a person and then communicate that to the people. Then, of course, there's a matter of knowing who you're creating the services for and being able to attract them. That's an important piece. But that's not internal. That's external, right? Once you know yourself down to a T, who you are and what you want to communicate and what your expertise in and what you want to communicate... You need an audience to communicate to because while you're building the brand around yourself, it's not about yourself. It's about the people who, who are listening. It's what you represent to them because if there's no perception, then there's no brand, right? But who's building the perception? It's not you. It's the other people, right? So you have to make sure that you are very clear on who you're building the brand for, right? You're going to show a very accurate version of yourself to people, but it needs to be for other people. And here's the thing, your brand is not for everybody. It's just not, right? So you need to understand and be very, very specific about who you can impact because not everyone is going to care about you showing up. So you need to ask yourself, who would care to hear my story 
to hear who I am as a person and how I can help and my expertise in this field. Who would really care? And then you have to double down on that. You have to start thinking like that person. And when you think like that person and communicate them with them in a way where they really think that, oh my God, this person gets me. And you're kind of inside their head. Then half of your job is done, right? And it doesn't even feel like hard work because you're talking very authentically about something you know very well, authority, right? And you're showing your real personality or parts of you are comfortable with showing influence right the rest is just knowing what what service you're trying to provide or what kind of what we call offer in the industry which is basically what you have to offer to them that they're going to invest in and this is something that can be free or paid or whatever you want right some people are looking for for free things to represent doesn't matter but if you're looking for clients to get get attracted to you and gravitate towards you it needs to be something that's very very uh, aligned right and it all needs to work together you can't just show up one day, you know, talking about a subject and then the next day you talk about something else and you're not even showing up that often. You know, you they've never seen your face. They have no idea what you look like. Now, again, that's a different conversation as well, whether you should show your face or not as an introvert. Um, I'm a fan of at least them knowing what you look like and, you know, show up on stories once in a while. Let them see your pictures or at least they know that they're dealing with someone who's real right? Because it's a trust builder. But it's not as important as that message that you have to convey. People get attracted to your message first. And that message, whatever your main message is, needs to be consistent day in and day out. If one day your message is, I help you make money or I help you become a millionaire. And the next day your message is, I actually help you become a, a, a yoga enthusiast. There's going to be a mismatch and they will not know what to expect from you. So that expectation, the setting of the expectation, that is on you. But the expectation is set when you're showing up consistently, when you're fully showing authority, when you're being very original with your thoughts and you're showing the authority from an angle of a thought leader, meaning you're not a follower, you're a leader in the space, right? And you're also trying to build your influence through the things that, the, the, the intangible things that people may not see right? Which is how you build feelings, how you communicate your, you know, uh, vocabulary, you know, the, the, the jokes that you use, the emojis that you use even. All of that builds some kind of connection, right? Are you responding to, to people who write to you? Are you reaching out to other people and saying hello? Are you being friendly? Are you being sassy? Are you being uh, sarcastic? What is that X factor that's going to lead people to be like, hmm, interesting. They're, they're very memorable. Hmm. That's someone I, I need to watch, right? But that only happens with consistency. I know a lot of people say, ooh, be consistent, be consistent all the time. And it sounds like, you know, something you hear all the time. But that is the truth, though. And you have to think about the compounding factor as well. The authority, the influence, all that you do online. The foundation of that is intellectual property. You have to show up right? You have to build content. Doesn't matter what platform you choose or what medium you choose. If you like video, if you like audio, if you like posts, whatever your strategy is, it, it, it doesn't really matter. But what matters is that there is documentation that you are showing up, that there is, there is something that people can go through. There is something that people can consume, something that people can binge on, something that people can make a perception off of. Because think about it, one podcast episode is not going to do much. But if they hear 15 podcast episodes in a way that they never thought of something before, that's going to make a difference, right? 
but that only happens if you record and post uh, 15 episodes of podcasts. That'll only happen if you show up and have people something to look through because people have very limited attention span these days. And if they're committing to you and if they're showing up and listening to you, that is very, very precious because they've actually found you in a sea of other people. But that happens only when you show up and communicate your specific message and you communicate in a way that's very, very clear, that speaks exactly to their problem and what, what you represent as a brand, as a person. So then what's going to happen is that people are going to silently watch. Okay, especially if your service is high ticket or something that's a bit more expensive. People will silently watch you for a very long time. They will not say a word. They will not write to you, but they will watch you. They may not even follow you, by the way, no matter what platform it is. And then one day when you've said something specific in several different ways, they're going to say, you know what? This is the person, you know, I, I know I've been watching them for a long time. I don't know what it is, but today, today is the day. Today I need to invest. Today I need to, you know, bite the bullet and reach out to them. And that's when you'll get that DM or that's when you get that email or that inquiry or someone saying, hey, can you tell me a bit more about what you do and, you know, your services or, you know, about anything about your business? Because I'm very curious. That's what it takes. But they can only do that, they can only watch you for a long time if you give them something to watch. You see how that works? So the authority and influence need to go hand in hand, but that needs to come with you being very clear about what you communicate, being very clear about how you show up, and being very clear about you know the message that you want them to remember, right? People have only a little bit of room per person to remember. You can only be one kind of person they remember. You can either be, you know, the one who does SEO or that person who does digital products or that person who is that makeup person. They're going to slot you in some place in their mind. They're not going to say, oh, she's the one who does makeup, but she also runs races or she's the one who is the, the fitness guru as well. But she's also, you know, the one who uh, is, is a coffee manufacturer whatever, right? You have to pick one, pick one specialty that you want to be known for and run with that. That needs to be your actual thing that you do for other people that you want to be known for. But this does not mean that you can't show other sides of yourself. You can show how funny you are. You can show your hobbies. You can show your pets. You can show whatever you want to, right? Or however you want to guard your privacy, that is entirely up to you. You can show all of that. And I, I actually prefer it when people do that because it gives so much dimension to your personality. It makes people think that, oh my God, she's not only good at what she does, but she's kind of funny. I want to be friends with her. You know, she's very, very sassy. I like the way she communicates. And that's what sticks with people. If people have a choice between someone, a very faceless brand, someone who just has a website, just has a web page, and someone else who's showing up every day on video, someone who is answering questions, someone who's, you know, communicating in a way that's directly, you know, talking to you, of course, you're going to feel a better connection with the other person, right? Because they're actually making a, a better attempt to connect with you, right? They're not just hiding behind a web page. And again, for my introverts, it's not that you uh, staying in the background is a bad thing. But if you're not showing up even on text or even on audio, or even um, on video, whatever your preference is, people will not remember you. 
you need to think about this, right? I get a lot of people saying, oh, but I'm not comfortable showing my face. You know, it's very daunting. I don't know. You know, people are going to laugh at me. Again, it's a personal preference. But in my experience, your face builds a lot of trust. And this is sometimes this is actually the thing that puts people over the edge that, oh, wow, this is I'm actually able to put a face to the name and all of the, the education that they've been sharing and all of the lessons that they've been sharing on their page all the time. I actually hear them talk now. Let me reach out to them. They seem amazing, right? I have so many conversations in my DMs on voice notes, on video chats. And, you know, that's the, that's the thing that makes people go, okay, you're real. Oh, my God, thank you. I really, I needed to have this conversation. And that's what actually moves the needle sometimes. So if you're someone who's very uncomfortable with that, you need to think that, okay, if I'm not ready to show my face or if I'm not ready to have that connection and, you know, I, I still want to stay in the background, how many touch points does it take for someone to build that trust that showing your face would build? Do they need more audio? Do they need to hear your voice? Do they need more and more parts of your story? What can build the same amount of trust that your face can build, right? I know this is a bit of a tangent, but it's an important one because especially if you're trying to sell high ticket products or services, investment is significantly high, right? You're dealing with lots of money here from people and people want to make sure that they're parting with their hard-earned money and giving it to someone that they trust. And people still get burned sometimes, but they remember that. They remember that, okay, I, I'm not going to make that mistake again. So they will do all of the research that they can. They will go through all of your content. They will go through your website like with a fine-tooth comb. They'll go through all of your testimonials. They're going to go through all of your products and services. They're going to take a look at every single word that you're posting. Only then will they make the decision to even reach out to you, let alone buy from you, right? So when you're trying to attract clients or trying to attract buyers to your service, you need to make sure that your brand as a person is, is very, very solid. And that only happens when you're consistently showing up and you're very consistent in your message, your authority, and the influence that you are building. And this also evolves as you go, by the way. If you started with, you know, a certain message in your brand and then after a couple of months you thought, you know what, I'm a, a kind of a different person now. You know, I want to talk to a different kind of audience now. I want to serve something different. That's completely okay. But then you have to make that switch and make it make sense, right? If you decide to make a very, very drastic change, that means the brand has entirely changed and the audience that you've built already, what are they going to do, right? That's why I'm a big fan of being very, take your time, take weeks, take months if you have to, but be very clear before you even start showing up. Because most of the content that you create, especially on platforms like podcasts or blog posts or YouTube or um, anything that has a long shelf life, that lives on forever. And people still are searching for these keywords. Make no mistake. Make no mistake. Even though you may be a daily Instagram content creator, you will be surprised how many of your audience members come through the outside of Instagram right? Especially if you have a website or any kind of web presence. People still search on Google for their specific problem and the solution that they're seeking. But they can only find you if you're there. If you have no presence whatsoever, if you've only created a service and then you've sat back and maybe you have an Instagram page that you don't show up on and you're just binging and you're lurking and you know you're kind of just looking around, how are people going to find you? They have no idea you exist. 
right? But when you're consistent, whether people are listening or not, by the way, you know, in the beginning, it's going to seem like nobody gives a crap, nobody is listening, and it's going to seem discouraging. It's going to seem demoralizing. It's going to seem like that. I'm not going to sugarcoat anything, okay? Because it takes time for that to build. But once you are consistent with your message, with the problem that you're solving for people, what your brand represents, and you're communicating with people, regardless of who's showing up or not, and you're still like maybe showing up on lives, even if there's zero watchers, the replay still is there and still stays there, right? People might go on your page and watch the replay. It's not because you decided to join live or it's not because you uh, still know that they exist. Maybe you found them later. But because the content was there, because they made the effort to actually put out the original thoughts, you know, show their thought leadership and, you know, show parts of their personality, you're going to stick around and they're going to be memorable. I still have people who don't follow me per se, but they will watch my stories daily. Or they will like my content and I'll know that, you know, this specific person, I know that they're not following me, but they're there. They're 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 in the background, they're watching. And you'll be surprised at how many people lurk in the background. They will lurk. We're all lurkers. I lurk all the time, right? So there are people, there's some people who are on your radar, right? Especially if they're so specific with their message, if they're so good at what they're doing, so good at what they're saying, and you know everything's just coming together and it's just like hitting the spot for you, you'll remember them. And even though you might not be ready to buy now, right? You might be ready to buy six months from now or like a year from now or like two years from now. It doesn't matter. But what matters is the consistency. If you stop creating or you stop showing up and showing, you know, demonstrating your personal brand to people after a month or you stopped after two months, we stopped after three months, this person was just getting warmed up, right? Because maybe they didn't have access to funds right now, or maybe they, you know, were still scared to take the plunge, or maybe there were circumstances that were keeping them from investing in you, right? But you've done them a disservice because they were looking forward to working with you, but you pulled the plug, you retreated, right? That's why I encourage everyone who's listening to not be discouraged if you've tried and it hasn't worked yet. And if you haven't tried at all, if you haven't put yourself out at all, that means that you, you're nowhere to be found right now. They have no idea that you exist, right? This person might be looking for someone exactly like you, right? Exactly your type of solution, exactly something that you can do as a specialty. But they have no idea, right? Because you haven't shown them what you can do. And I get this a lot as well, where people are kind of sad and lamenting about the fact that, oh, you know, no clients are coming through. I'm not attracting anybody. I don't know. But when I go to their page, there's nothing there. There's barely anything there. And I'm like, how are people supposed to get attracted? And even off Instagram, right? Even if it's off Instagram, you go to their website, there's nothing there. There's barely any descriptions there. There's no blog posts. There's no videos. There's no audio, there's nothing for me to go off of. How am I supposed to spend thousands of dollars on somebody who hasn't even shown me that they're good at what they do? Where is the proof? Where's the evidence? I need to see all of this, right? And this is what everybody who's trying to invest in something or looking for a solution, they're psychologically thinking about this. They are going to make up their minds like within the 10, the first 10 seconds when they land on your page, that'll make them think, hmm, do I want to stick around? Do I not want to stick around? And not just from a follower's perspective. We're not even going to talk about followers. 
I'm going to talk about from the buyer's psychology perspective. Do you show your value? If they don't see the value that you're providing on your page right away, it's going to be very, very difficult for you to make any kind of dent. That's on you. That's not on them, right? That means you haven't shown your value enough in a way that they understand or you haven't communicated what you can do. You haven't communicated what you represent. You haven't communicated where they, where you fit in into their problem. Or maybe you haven't even communicated your problem or their problem rather. You know, so you'd be surprised that, you know, all of the internal work is great that you're doing, right? But when it comes to the client attraction part, it's taking the internal clarity that you achieve and communicate that in the way that they understand. Because here's the thing. Once the words leave your mouth or once you've written something on the page, then it's out of your control, right? Then it's how they perceive it. So your job is to make it as clear and concise and very spunky as possible for them to understand that message. And that's going to make them think, okay, I think I want to work with them. I think I want to buy from them. I think I, I want to make that decision. But sometimes it does not happen overnight, right? The authority, the influence, uh, the buying decisions, all of this does not happen overnight. It can take weeks maybe. It can take months. Maybe someone doesn't have that money to invest. Maybe they, they have other things that they need to look at. Maybe they're shopping. You know, they're looking at competitors in the field. But the attraction part is so, so much simpler than you think, really. All it takes is clarity on your part, the ability for you to show your authority as well as influence to target the mind and the heart so they can get to know you and they get to know what you do, right? And they get to know how you can help them. But you need to communicate that very, very clearly and you need to show it to them in a way that they understand, right? When they see your content and when they see you, they need to have it so clear in their mind that you know what, either this person can help me or they cannot help me, right? And this comes across with the things that you say and the way you explain things. If you're being very vague about things or if you're, you know, flip-flopping from one thing to the other thing, A, you're going to build a wrong audience because someone's going to come to your page for one specific topic, but you're also talking about another topic and they're going to be disappointed. You're building the wrong audience. And the second thing is that you won't be able to deliver the service that you're promising, right? You won't be able to help them. They're going to be disappointed. And the next thing you know, you'll have a bad name in the market and bad word of mouth. So it's all, it's all tied together. So that's why the clarity that you convey to begin with needs to be very, very uh, sharp in a way that they understand immediately. And you have to speak in a way that they understand, right? If you're busy talking in complicated jargon, but you're not trying to target someone who is you know, going to understand the type of language, then that's your fault. <laughs> Sorry to say, but that's on you, right? But the good thing is it's fixable. But this can only happen when you're aware of the fact, when you show up enough for them to have that data, or when you show up enough for, for you to know what's working and what's not. You cannot just show up once, you know, talk about a certain subject, and then disappear and then wonder why it's not working. You don't have enough to work off of. Right. Sometimes this takes months to take off, but that's usually dependent on the speed on which you show up and the strength of your brand. But the brand is not built overnight. It's built from perception. Right. If you look at any big brands today, product or service, they've built their brands over time because a they're very clear on what they do and b they've delivered services and they've built loyalty and people actually love that specific brand. And people look forward to them. They have attachments to them. 
but that attachment doesn't happen overnight. So if it doesn't happen overnight for you, that's okay, right? But you're still attracting people to your brand, right? That's, uh, that's something I hope that's coming through here is that when you're communicating something very clearly and it shows your authority and your influence, it's only a matter of time. Oof. Yes, people. I hope that's coming through. It's only a matter of time. So I hope that this was clear today. Um, I'm going to see if there are any questions. I saw some in the, in the comments, but I think I missed them. Someone's asking about book recommendations for copy marketing and branding. There's so many out there, honestly. And I feel like the best way to approach it is to narrow down what your needs are. Like, what are you trying to achieve? Are you trying to get clarity on your brand? Are you trying to learn design? What are you trying to do? Because there's so many um, others out there. YouTube is a great resource, by the way. I love YouTube. I'm a huge fan. Yeah, someone's saying that they have um, difficulty expressing their thoughts. This is because of clarity. Okay. I'm a, a huge fan of getting clarity first. So this is only possible when you know yourself very well. And a big part of my own program, you know, shameless plug, is that a big chunk of it is dedicated to internal work. Because so many of us are so jumbled up in our minds and we have so many external thoughts affecting our own self-concept and who we are so that we forget who we are as a person. And because of that, we don't know who we are anymore. So getting the clarity on who you are as a person is important. And secondly, the message you want to convey is extremely important. Okay. So once you achieve that, you have to be able to communicate your value and what you're trying to um, help others with. If you can't communicate that, other people will not understand. It starts from you. Okay, so please take your time. Get to know yourself very well. Get to know your thoughts. Get to know what you bring to the table, what your value is. And honestly, it's only a matter of time before other people see it. So um, I have had a great time chit-chatting with you. And if you have questions, please reach out to me in the DMs. If you're an ambitious introvert and you want to start attracting your dream client by building your personal brand, come find me on Instagram at Seema Batavia. Reach out to me with any questions or concerns. I'm always happy to hear from you. Thank you so much. Have a great day. Have a great week. And please stay safe.